Good morning, I'm Allison Michaels with The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, October 8th. James is on vacation, but I'll be here instead with the day's top headlines. Number one. The Senate confirmed Brett Kavanaugh as the 114th Supreme Court justice on Saturday by one of the narrowest margins in history and amid mass protests. His confirmation ended a battle over his nomination and solidified a conservative majority on the court. The Senate finalized his confirmation on a near-party line vote of 50 to 48. Kavanaugh's appointment to the court will certainly be one of the president's most enduring legacies, two Supreme Court justices in two years in an increasingly polarized nation. The brutal confirmation fight is likely to have far-reaching implications in next month's midterm elections. Republicans are confronting an electrified Democratic base led by women infuriated by the treatment of Christine Blasey Ford. Ford detailed in emotional testimony her allegations that Kavanaugh sexually assaulted her when both were teenagers. Kavanaugh has denied the allegations. Yet, Republicans say the battle to get Kavanaugh confirmed only motivated a fractured GOP electorate on a singularly unifying issues for conservatives, the federal judiciary. Number two, hours after casting his vote against confirming Justice Kavanaugh to the Supreme Court, Senator Cory Booker was looking out at Iowa Democrats. Booker's Iowa visit is the first by a Democrat considered a top-tier presidential candidate in 2020. His speech, delivered to about 1,400 Democrats, dealt with the anguish over Kavanaugh's confirmation, Booker's personal story, and stories about his Iowa relatives who had made friendships across racial lines. Booker, a national figure for his party since his near-miss 2002 run for mayor of New York, didn't tamp down the impression that he was looking at a presidential bid. After the speech, and after nearly 45 minutes of handshakes and selfies with activists, Booker seemed to relish a question about how a New Jersey senator could relate to an agricultural state like Iowa. Number three. At a rally in Kansas on Saturday night, President Trump touted his pivotal conservative victory just hours after Kavanaugh was sworn in as the newest member of the U.S. Supreme Court. Trump outlined what's at stake ahead of the midterms to his re-energized supporters. He portrayed Democrats as a, quote, radical angry mob in their failed quest to derail Kavanaugh's confirmation. Kavanaugh's name elicited thunderous applause with supporters cheering, fist pumping into the sky and holding up babies in celebration. Trump is hoping his presence in Kansas will propel Chris Kobach to victory in the Kansas governor's race. Trump's Twitter endorsement helped seal Kobach's narrow primary win last month. Kobach, Kansas's secretary of state and a conservative hardliner who acquired a national profile prosecuting exaggerated claims of voter fraud, emerged as one of Trump's earliest supporters and was rewarded with a place on his transition team. Kobach advised Trump to curtail illegal migration and set up a Muslim registry. Kobach is in a dead heat against Laura Kelly, a Democratic state senator from Topeka. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, October 8th. Thanks so much for listening.